Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. Once again, so glad that you have joined us today. Hope that you will not miss an opportunity uh, to get into God's Word with us and, and see where we are prophetically. You know, when God wants to encourage His people uh, in these last days, I believe He's directing us to the prophecies of what would be a occurring and what we can expect seems in the world no one knows what to expect next we are not children of darkness we are children of the light and we should have something uh, that as christians that the world does not have oh friend of mine we should live confidently in this time right now that we are living not wringing our hands in fear but raising our hands in praise and holy anticipation the title of our message today is that day is almost here that day is almost here and before we begin i want to pray that god will touch every person in a very deep and personal way. Uh, today we need to hear from the heart of God. We don't need to hear what is trending. It is not working in these circumstances. It, well, it, it really don't work at all. There's a message trending that, that, that promises a false peace uh, when judgment was was surely on its way, and yet no one was sounding an alarm, it seems, within certain circles of of our own Pentecostal movement, uh, let alone the rest of the church world. But friend of mine, I believe that the Holy Spirit is speaking and giving a clarion call to His people, and I believe we're going to heed it, we're going to hear it, we're going to heed it, and it's going to help us through this tough time that we're in, and it's going to help us after this is behind us enough that the new normal is in place. And believe me, we will never, ever, ever, and it's not because of the pandemic, God doesn't want us to ever go back to the old normal, because there was a lot of stagnancy within the church and within within many Christian lives. And I believe this shaking is going to leave something positive in the, in the wake of it, not just destruction and discouragement and fear. Oh, friend of mine, the Scripture speaks of shakings this way, everything that can be shaken will be shaken, so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. Hallelujah. And it, then it encourages us and says, receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Glory to God. I'm glad I'm standing on firm ground during the shaking that is occurring right now. And I'm looking for a revival uh, to be the result of this shaking. Something had to wake up 
many of us. I'm going to include myself. I, 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 I've never been, you know, I've always preached and taught that the devil is never too busy to rock the cradle of a sleeping saint. We have a clarion call in Scripture. Awake thou that sleepest, and Christ shall give you light. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be ye wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit, understanding what the will of the Lord is. Hallelujah. We're not talking about just being inebriated with an alcoholic beverage. We're talking about being drunken with surfeiting drunkenness, the cares of this life that distracts us from that that we should be focused on, living in these last of the last days. Well, I I want to minister the subject with the help of the Holy Spirit. That day is almost here. Father, I have prayed before every broadcast, but I want to pray within this broadcast today. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will touch our hearts, you will stir our hearts. These are the last of the last days. Your coming is soon, and so is the day of the Lord. O Lord, let us live in the light of your soon coming. And let us gain through the prophecies of Scripture and the instructions in the Word of God all of the strength and courage and hope that we need uh, to, to live differently than the world about us. Because we have a God who is with us until He comes, and we have a God who is coming for us very, very soon. I ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, and for the glory of God, amen and amen. If you are not a Christian, please stay tuned today. God wants you in a place of safety. He wants you in the place where every true Christian is standing during this shaking. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> so so don't 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 click that mouse and go away. Amen. Jesus is coming soon and he doesn't want you to miss it. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Malachi three, verse thirteen through eighteen, on the subject that day, that day is almost here. Listen to the context of this scripture that you will, you will probably recognize parts of it. But I'm going to read 13 through 18. It says, Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. Yet ye say, What have we spoken so much against thee? And here's his answer. Verse 14, You said it's vain to serve the Lord. And what profit is it that we've kept his ordinance and we've walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts. And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. Then they that feared the Lord spake to one another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord. Many will relate this to that book that the Bible speaks of in the book of Revelation called the Book of Life or the Lamb's Book of Life. And that thought upon his name, they feared the Lord and thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, he says. This is prophetic. 
It's talking about a day that is coming. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked. You know, sometimes, you know, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. That's positive and negative. It, it rains when it rains. Uh, uh, and, and several acres or, or several square miles are covered in, in, a, in a good ground soaking rain. Uh, someone that is wicked and God and not and and God literally blaspheming person is getting his crop blessed, and someone that is just is getting his crop blessed. There's no distinguishment. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. It seems like the 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 troubles come to the just and the unjust. It seems like there's no difference sometimes between the righteous and the wicked. So what profit is there? Well, a day is coming when there's that difference is going to become glaringly apparent. And we need, to, in order to get through this day sometimes, we need to look past this day to that day because that day is almost here. Jesus is coming soon and so is the day of the Lord. A day of reward for the righteous a day of reckoning for the wicked, a day of unspeakable joy for the saved, a day of unutterable horror for the lost. You know, the Apostle Paul said, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God, to face Him as judge and not as Redeemer and Savior, and not to have any any kind of defense, any kind of 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 of, of well, any kind of excuse the Bible said, therefore, they are without excuse. God knows that people know. He knows they are choosing because He sees the heart. And He knows. He knows. Amen. He knows every excuse will, will, will not be good enough to escape the wrath to come. There are, they're without excuse, the scripture said. Oh, friend of mine, I make no excuses for my behavior. I confess my sins openly before the Lord. I'm so glad that there is forgiveness with Him. You know, the Bible said in the Old Covenant, there's forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. <laughs> what? Because He's so merciful? This word feared is not just dreaded. It's, it's exalting God to a place. Literally, it's deep reverence with awe and affection to them that bow before Him. Hallelujah. Oh, friend of mine, I'm so glad that I can be real before my God today. I'm so glad to be a Christian today. I'm so glad to be filled with holy anticipation for that day is almost here. Amen. And, and the Bible speaks of that day uh, further on in Malachi, the day of the Lord and the day of judgment and the day of reckoning. It's been a long time coming, but it's coming. Malachi 4 and verse 1 begins, it says it this way. I'm just going to take this verse. 
It said, For behold, the day is coming, burning as an oven, and all the proud, yes, all that do wickedly shall be stubble. Now, you, you, I don't want you to misunderstand. I take, nor God takes, no joy in what is being stated here. He has no alternative but to bring judgment. He, he, there's nothing else He can do if we reject. That's why the Bible said, How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation is this it's not his will that any perish but that all have eternal everlasting life so i want you to know and and the bible said of god himself his heart of hearts he wants you saved he doesn't want to have to judge you but if we reject the call to salvation we reject the blood of jesus that was shed for our salvation then the bible said it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God as our judge and not as our Savior. The Apostle Paul knew that. And he said, he said, knowing the terror of the Lord, knowing how awful it will be in that day when he comes to judge the wicked. He said, we persuade men. It motivated him to reach out to as many as would hear the good news that God will forgive your sin if you will repent of it and come to Christ as your Savior. But the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly, shall be as stubble. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that, that will leave them neither root nor branch. The day is coming first. I want to look at that discouraged by the apparent prosperity of the wicked and the uselessness they thought of serving the Lord then, God's people needed to be reminded that the day is coming. God still has eternity to right all wrongs and to reward all good. That day is coming. Sometimes to get past this day, you have to look to that day. That's why the Apostle Paul said, I suppose the sufferings of this present world are not worthy. All the persecutions, all of the pressures are not worthy to be compared with the glory that's going to be revealed in us. He was looking past this day to that day. That day is coming, burning like an oven. God promised a fire for His people. Here he promised a fire for the wicked. You know, when Jesus came, said he would baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. This is, this is a, a, a fire of the, the, the very presence of God <laughs> coming to indwell us. Cloven tongues of fire. There's no fear in that. There's glory in it. There's joy in that. Amen. But to the wicked, our God is a consuming fire. We want Him to consume us. We want Him to take the whole of us and fill us with His Holy Spirit, His very presence manifest in us and through us. But He promised a fire for the wicked. But there's a big difference between the refining fire that purges us, applied to God's people, and the burning fire against the ungodly. One is to purge, and the other is to punish all that do wickedly shall be as stubble. 
the wicked will not be able to stand against God's judgment. Stubble is the unusable part of the grain that lasts only moments if it's thrown into a fire. You know, Jesus said, I stand at the threshing floor. My fan is in my hand. What's that all about? What happened? They would they would take the 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 wheat with the with the chaff and they they would put it in 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 something to where they could throw it up into the air and the person with the fan would fan vigorously and the chaff would be blown away and only the grain, the pure, would be brought and stored in the garner. I stand at the threshing floor. My fan is in my hand. Honey, I'm telling you, right now, the, the, the wind of the Spirit is blowing and the winds of persecution are blowing simultaneously. Oh, but friend of mine, hallelujah, the only thing that's going to get blown away from the true child of God is the chaff. <laughs> hallelujah. The pure is going to remain. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken, so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. Therefore, having receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, that's where we stand today in the midst of all of this upheaval and uncertainty. The Bible said, all that do wickedly shall be as stubble. Stubble is the unusable part of the grain and lasts only moments if it's thrown into a fire. And it will leave them neither root or branch, the Scripture declared. In that coming day, the wicked will have no hope of shooting up to life again. As long as a root remains, there's hope, but hope is gone because judgment judgment involves eternal banishment and eternal punishment it's final amos 2 9 really uh, illustrates the destruction of the wicked it says yet destroyed i the amorite before them whose height was like the height of the cedars and he was as strong as the oaks yet i destroyed his fruit from above and his roots from beneath friend of mine Jesus is coming soon. So is the day of the Lord. Make no mistake about it. That day is coming. Isaiah 13 and 9 said, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger. It's amazing that all of this Scripture is in the Bible and we rarely hear it from a pulpit because we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to be negative. We, we want to make everybody feel good all the time. We're seeker-sensitive. Honey, we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit today. Amen. And if you're truly coming to seek the Lord, you shouldn't have a problem, amen, with changing gods. You shouldn't have a problem with turning from darkness to light. You shouldn't have an issue with choosing God over Satan and heaven over hell. We, we sugar-coated the gospel until, as Vance Havner, a great preacher, said, <laughs> he said, many people who call themselves Christian have been inoculated with such a mild form of Christianity. It's made us immune to the real thing. 
King James Version Joel 2.1 says, Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Robert G. Lee, a great preacher of past days, not long past days, won many souls to Christ. His evangelistic sermon was payday someday. In all, he preached payday someday 1,275 times in churches and tent revivals at home and abroad in baseball parks and football stadiums, before legislators and celebrities. Thousands of persons have professed faith in Christ after hearing payday someday. But friend of mine, it is not trending to preach like that anymore. I believe that we need to hear the trumpet in Zion. Hallelujah. There's a call, a clarion call of God to the lost to be saved and for the Christian, amen, to be what we profess to be, followers of Jesus Christ, bowing to no other gods. See, the coming of the Lord, dear friend, will be a blessing to the believer, but it will be a curse to the wicked. In 1 Corinthians 16.22, it said, If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema maranatha. Now, we take the maranatha part because we know maranatha means the coming of the Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord is come or the Lord will come for Christians in the first century. And Christians in the 21st century, Maranatha is a word of hope and joyous anticipation. Christ coming for His bride. Smith's Bible Dictionary defines Maranatha as our Lord cometh. And one commentator of scriptures defines it as a watchword of the first century Christians to express the thought, our Lord cometh. Our Lord cometh. But there's another word here. And I want you to notice Paul puts both words together. No comma, no period. Immediately after the rapture, the great tribulation will begin. When he that, he that letteth is taken away, the man of sin, the Antichrist, will appear. For the first three and a half years of false peace, just like the false peace that has been preached to us, For the last several years, the day of Jacob's trouble will begin. The wrath of God will be poured out upon the earth in the last three and a half years. And this word anathema means a man accursed, devoted to the direst of woes, doomed to destruction in the Greek, without hope of being redeemed. You see... There's an ark, a type of Noah as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be in the day of the Son of Man. Amen. There's an ark built, a place of security, safety, sealed, pitched within, pitched without. Hallelujah. Amen. And the righteous were safe within it. But a door to that ark was closed 
A day is coming. Not now the day of salvation is here. The door is wide open. And the invitation is clear. Come, come, come and be saved. Come and and enter in to that place and that person of safety, Jesus Christ. But a day is coming, dear friend, when anathema shall be pronounced. Friend of mine, that is the most horrible thing that I can possibly imagine in my mind. And they are married together. You can't have the coming of Jesus and the day of judgment and the day of Jacob's trouble and the great tribulation. You can't have them separated from one another. They are married to one another. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema. Maranatha, even so come. Immediately after the rapture, the great tribulation will begin. Look at Second Thessalonians 1, 7-9. And you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with His mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction, anathema, from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. Jesus' first coming was to save Jesus' second coming, not the secret coming, the rapture, but the second coming when He comes to judge those who have rejected His offer of salvation. Revelation six twelve through 17 And I beheld when He opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth as a fig tree casteth off her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled up together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in dens and in rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains of rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of Him that sits upon the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of His wrath is come. Who shall be able to stand? Oh, friend, Listen to the Scriptures. The prophecies are clear. Christ is coming. And the day of the Lord is coming. And they're coming like bookends, back to back. Second Peter 3, 10 and 11, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away, see, with great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, and the earth and all the works therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Friend of mine, this is a purifying hope. The coming of the Lord. Anathema, Maranatha. Maranatha and anathema are always linked together. Christ coming to save the righteous and to judge the wicked. Matthew twenty four forty two through 45 Watch ye therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, 
If the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Be ye also ready, for in an hour you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Listen to the warning from our Lord in Luke twenty-one thirty-four through 36 and take heed to yourself lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, drunkenness, and the cares of this life, so that that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare or a trap, it shall come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that you might be accounted, I like this, worthy to escape all these things." that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Watch ye therefore. First Thessalonians 5, 4.11 tells us how to do this. It said, But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. But let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. But to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Therefore, comfort one another and edify one another, just as you are doing. You see, this is why the prophecies are written for our learning through the patience and comfort of Scripture we might have hope. Through prophecy, God did not appoint us to wrath, Paul wrote, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Who's going to be able to stand? We are. We are able to stand in the presence of a holy God without fear, because we know the blood of Jesus has been applied to our life, and we have been forgiven, and we have been cleansed. Therefore, comfort one another and edify one another. First Thessalonians 5, 9-11 See, the writer to Hebrews added, Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. See, our merciful God uses prophecy to prompt us to encourage one another. And the nearer the day of Jesus' return and the day of the Lord is, the more we are to encourage. These days, right now, that we are living in, ought to be the most encouraging the church has ever had. Hallelujah. Anathema Maranatha. Jesus is coming. And so is the day of reckoning, the day of the Lord. I want to make it very clear today at the end of this broadcast. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, 
or if you have known Him and you have drifted away from Him, I want you to know this is no time to be living as if that day is not approaching, is not very, very near. This is a day, if you don't know Him, to come to Him. Don't run from Him. Run to Him. Repent of your sin. Receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come to the place of safety and holy anticipation instead of dreading to stand before Him. We eagerly want to see Him. We used to sing it in so many church meetings when I was a young Christian. Oh, I want to see Him. Look upon His face. Oh, I want to see Him. We used to begin our radio ministry, Foundations for Faith, with I can't wait to see Jesus. And the Bible said unto them that watch, He shall appear. To them that look, He shall appear the second time without sin unto salvation. See, the secret coming, the rapture, is not to judge the world to deal with sin and sinners. It's to take His saints home. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, to think that we are called saints because of the blood of Jesus and its work in our behalf. If you don't know Jesus, please heed the warning because that day is almost here. And this day is the day of salvation for you if you will just run to Him and not run from Him. And Christian, if you are drifting, if you are drifting, if you are drifting, forsake not the assembling of yourself together. When we are able to be together in God's house again, don't miss a service if you can help it. Don't miss an opportunity to be instructed and encouraged and to be an encourager to others. Much the more because we see that day approaching. In Jesus' name, amen.